Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or are dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we are your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we are stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Have you ever heard a pack of beagles run? Well, I tell you what, I guarantee you the four guys sitting here right now Oh, have man. heard lots of beagles run. <laughs> Goosebumps. Oh, immediately, that, immediately. And Cody <laughs> Lucas, he's the beagle man. So is Frank Cox. <laughs> These guys have still got beagles, I guess. Frank, I think, got rid of his recently. But yeah. how many beagles you got right now, Cody Lucas? Well, I cut back from 19 uh, to 6. My wife well, said we're feeding too many, so I have 6 <laughs> right now. I, I think I better call your wife right now. <laughs> she uh, might d- give you a couple, so I don't know. <laughs> defend you just a little bit. But, folks, welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors. We're in a beautiful place here in Westover, Missouri. we got Frank Cox. Yeah, Frank Cox here, Smoker Builder Manufacturing. Glad to be here. And I'm Cody Lucas with Outdoor Vigilantes TV, talking about one of our favorite topics, running beagle dogs. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah nothing better than to hear those beagles in the woods, that's for sure. And I'm Daryl Hindman with Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Hey, glad to have you all here. I, man, you guys are killing me. I'll tell you, we've done several podcasts together already. We just have too much fun. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, what yeah. it's about. Hey, that, that's exactly what it's all about. You know, we're all about the land. You know, we're out there almost every day in some form or fashion. And what did you see, a rabbit? I thought a rabbit <laughs> I just saw, ran by Cody the door at Westover like, Farm. I was like a bird dog. I you was on point. Cody went on point. <laughs> Cody just took off running after that rabbit. I know y'all couldn't see that, but you should have seen him. He went on point. He's ready to go. Well, I looked up, and it was a three-pound fox squirrel. It looked like an alley cat running down through there. And I, I had to look to see what it was. I said, hey, wow. I got, can you catch him? I got to tell you, you know, previous podcasts, we talked about trout fishing. And one of the greatest jigs you can make, just a quarter-ounce jig squirrel head, tail. squirrel tail, and a little <laughs> coon hair right on the head of it. Big really, as he was. You bump that along the, the bottom mm. of a river on a cold, dark, nasty day, and, buddy, you can catch them. But oh, yeah. that just shows you that here at Westover Farms, they don't only, they don't only raise huge rainbow trout or brown trout. They squirrels. Huge alley cat-sized squirrels. I just saw one. <laughs> yeah. I just saw one. Three pounds. I they're, they're protected, though. Oh, are they? Yeah, I think Dead so. Oh. I don't know what kind of fly you'd use for Oh, him. they're protected? <laughs> Frank had already turned the grill on. He had to are going. <laughs> I thought it was time. Awesome. Oh, I, I tell you what. He saw Frank's, Frank's truck and just ran the other way. <laughs> I thought he, <laughs> he, he was going to get smoked. <laughs> I, I, I hate to be talking about squirrels when we're talking about rabbit hunting. Oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Right. Frank Cox, he, he's on a mission right now. He's... And you can't talk about the whole deal, Frank, right now, because we're saving it for later, but he's talking squirrel sausage. Oh, oh man, boy. I am ready to go, too. I just, I even kind of was thinking about a mixed bag. Like, like, like smoke squirrel sausage? Do it all. Yeah. yeah and just, like smoke rabbit sausage? Put it all in. Yeah. All right. I'm, 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 in. I'm, I'm game. Yeah. I'm game. You just got to kill enough squirrels. All right. Well, 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 I got. I, I can handle that, but we're going to need some rabbits too. Cousin Lucas, <laughs> yeah. I got. I got to ask you, how old were you when you 
got your first beagle or can remember being oh, around beagles the first time? Mercy. I was probably I, in dad's hip pocket. I was really small. I think I was um, probably four years old, maybe five years old. And uh, I know I wasn't big enough to see over the grass because <laughs> my dad, I was five because I remember I got a 410 shotgun, an old Ithaca single shot for yeah, my fifth yeah. birthday. And my dad, uh, knew how bad I was wanting a beagle and he done a job he's construction and and this beagle was running rabbits all around the house getting under his feet running around and so he, the old farmer was standing there and he said that thing's so aggravating said it just runs rabbits all day and all night and my dad said well is he an aggravation to you he goes yeah he said if somebody give him a good home he said I just give him away wow and um, my dad said well I got a five-year-old son that's just itching to have a, a good beagle dog and and he said well by golly you, you know this is the right place so he gave him and my dad brought him home and wow. we took him out that weekend I'll never forget you remember it. his name the dog um <laughs> uh, scrappy Scrappy. I had Scrappy, Scrappy and Susie. That was their name. Scrappy oh, and Susie was my first pair. <laughs> I got to name them Scrappy and Susie. And uh, old Scrappy, I remember he hit a rabbit, and my dad kept saying, there he is, son, shoot him. There he is. And I wasn't tall enough to see over that grass. <laughs> so I got to watching that grass moving. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. And it come oh. down through there, and I was like, oh, okay. And then when, and so I got ready, and when he come out, I made sure it was the rabbit, not Scrappy. Oh. And, uh, and I busted my first rabbit. I was five years old. I remember that. Wow. Yeah, I'd been going with my dad, but my first time ever shooting one, I was five years old. That, that's, oh, that's incredible. Neat. Of course, I grew up with them. I mean, time I hit the ground, uh, there were coon dogs and, and uh, rabbit dogs around. And, of course, my first rabbit dog was called Rowdy. And <laughs> Rowdy, was, uh, he was half beagle part shepherd and part collie so he was a tall beagle and all kind of a blondish tanned and white but he went with me everywhere i went around the farm of course we was always kicking up rabbits but i i went with dad quite a bit and i got didn't get my first gun until i was nine or ten years old and that was a single shot again of savage 21 yep yep oh yeah yep the old Shotgun with a twenty two on top, killed lots of rabbits Over and squirrels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still have one of those. You still have yours? I passed mine up on to my son yeah, a couple of years cool. ago. Cool little guns. But old Rowdy, we were out one time, it was dry October and we'd harvested soybeans and we had a lot of fence rows. We didn't have a lot of woods, but old Rowdy had kicked a rabbit out of the cane patch. We had a wild cane patch on the north side of our farm and he's run across the soybean field, you know. But he's behind this rabbit now. And so I'm leading the rabbit plenty. Make sure I don't shoot my dog, you know. Uh, that gets you in trouble in a hurry. Mm-hmm. But uh, fired that shotgun. It's the biggest cloud of dust I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, of course, the dog run right into dust. And this all happened so quick. I thought, oh, man, I shot my dog, you know. So I go racing over there. And Rowdy's already picked up the rabbit and trotting towards me with a rabbit, you know. Mm-hmm. That's one of my earliest remembrances of rabbit hunting. But what about you, Daryl? I know you're a rabbit hunter. You know, I, I do rabbit hunt, but that's one thing I just haven't done as much as like Cody or you fellas. And But every time I go, I enjoy it. Now, for me, rabbit hunting with beagles is the best way to go. I mean, you know, I've kicked brush before and shot rabbits, but that's the best way to <laughs> that's go. That's a hard way. But I will say too. this, get a young man, get a young man a dog, um, put him in the woods, whether it's a squirrel dog or a beagle dog or whatever. And that's just a... Uh, something that you'll have for the rest of your life training that dog the experiences with that and then with the outdoors is something that somebody can't can't beat and oh yeah whatever property you you know whether you buy a small property or any size property that's one thing you can always do is squirrel hunt and rabbit hunt throughout the years and it's, yep. it brings great memories it's just a wonderful thing it really does and you know and, and today we're all so c- concerned about hunting 
because uh, only about 4% of Americans actually hunt anymore. And we're all big into promoting hunting. And all we hear about anymore is white-tailed deer and wild turkeys, you know. And that's where a lot of people start, kids. And to me, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's better than not taking them hunting at all. But you want to really get them exciting about hunting, take them on a rabbit hunt. Right, Cody? You're not a kidding. I got a set of twin boys that are nine years old. And if they find out I went rabbit hunting and Dad yeah. didn't take them, I'm in trouble when I get home because they oh, love yeah. to go rabbit hunting with Dad. Well, you're yeah. teaching them so many things right off the bat. They're going to automatically love the dogs. No yes, doubt about it. I mean, they'll you play bet. with those dogs, even on the hunt, and, and that's okay. But you get them out there and let them hear those beagles jump that first rabbit. What's oh, going to yeah. happen, Frank? It's, it's that chase. That's what gets it going, you know. Yes. Get in there and watch yeah. that rabbit circle. you got to let him go once. Oh, you yeah. Know, let him do I, the loops. I always do. You know, <laughs> I always do. You know. I tell well, you guys. I, I tell you all our old rabbit hunters. Now, back in my day, first time you saw that rabbit, uh, you were taking a shot at him, you know. But yeah. you learn that the fun is in listening yes. to the dogs. And I've seen rabbits circle several times, you know, because <laughs> yeah. we missed him several times. <laughs> well, flushing out the personalities of the dogs. I oh, mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the most fun. Absolutely. Is, is, you know, you got one dog that's always in front. You got one dog that's always in the back, you know, but they kind of help each other out. You know, get that get that it's, rabbit go full circle. Funny he says that because with my my group of dogs I have now, they uh, I've got one old dog. His name's Duke, and he sounds like a tree and walker. Man, when he balls, it's unbelievable. But it's funny <laughs> yeah. because. When he, he always hits, he's always the first one to jump the rabbit. Well, then the young ones come tearing through there, and they just leave him. And, 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 and then, 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 the, yeah, and then the rabbit will make a hard turn. Well, they just keep shooting straight. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, where'd he go? And then the old Duke here will come. Hits him. And yeah. he'll line them out. And then here they come piling in on him again, and they pass him again, you know. And old Duke just stays steady. And he never overshoots old, the track. Old never. Duke's going to become a silent hunter. But he's yeah. going to start figuring gonna out that they keep running past. Yeah. You know? He's going to be still mouth. The thing I like the most out of all of it, though, is when you first turn the dogs out of the truck you know they all got to get their business out of the way you know and then you're walking them towards the patch whatever you're going to hunt a fence row briar patch whatever it is but then you get out there and start kicking the brush but the dogs are doing it too they're out there trying to mix it up and try to feel out like get something moving here you know and then that first dog they'll all be split up you know if you got a good pack of dogs you'll have this one dog that'll strike and then they all just honor that deal and they, they all run them. over and yeah, that's what happens hit the trail you know and then by god it's just almost you can just watch the rabbit come through there and what's so what's so exciting about that is you got these pups coming right up behind them and they're on that trail whether they're barking or not but they they ain't Two feet off. I mean, they, oh, they yeah. know right where that rabbit went, you know. You know, it's amazing. My old Duke dog I was talking about, that was them at the beginning of the show, this episode, you know, uh, uh, balling, and I recorded it. But but what's funny is uh, old Duke, when, when he – if he's like by me, like you say, say we turn the, the hounds all loose and they're all scattered out, and if one of the other dogs strikes, which is usually it's him, but if one of the others does, then they all honor him and they all take off, just like what you're talking about. He's got here the last couple seasons where he just balls like crazy, like, wait for me. And he's trying to catch up to him. And my buddy says, what's wrong with him? That rabbit didn't come by here. I said, no, he didn't. He's telling them, wait for me. I said, yeah. now he, and that's what he'll, he'll just make the funniest cry you ever heard. You squall all the way to him. It's like he's saying, wait for me, you know, yeah. and then he hits it. But he just started doing that. You know? I do, that, oh, I do that with my boys now. Hey, wait. <laughs> Slow hey. down. Let dad catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I tell you what, you hillbilly rabbit hunters, I don't think y'all really 
an old how to rabbit hunt. I grew up in swamp rabbit country. Oh, mercy. oh yeah. Now, now, well, that would be a race. They're a whole lot bigger than a regular cottontail, but the cool thing about hunting them in the swamps is a lot of water, you know. Mm-hmm. And, boy, they can throw a dog off, and it takes oh, yeah. a smart dog to swim a little puddle or whatever and pick up that trail but i actually saw this happen one time water was a little high you know and the big ditches in the swamps were had quite a bit of water on them and we'd run a swamp rabbit there for 30 minutes and trying to get that that rascal and he come to a ditch that was flowing he hopped in the water swam out and got up on about a two-foot log that was floating it floated down off oh, i watched him <laughs> good hundred yards hopped off on the other side now it took them poor dogs about 30 minutes to figure all that out sure but they they did and picked yep. up the track and we eventually killed that rabbit did he have a paddle did he, when he jumped on <laughs> him i'll tell you bugs. what I, yeah, hey, bugs. Too, bugs it's bugs money they, bugs. they got four of them when they hit that water they got big broad feet and we always, i don't know if they got webs between their toes or not but we always <laughs> talked about it around the campfire you know how quickly those swamp rabbits could travel through water but rabbit or not swamp rabbit cottontail oh, we yeah. love it all frank oh, yeah. real quick like what's your favorite way to cook a rabbit Oh, smoke them! I'm sure. Well, I'll smoke them. You yeah. know, honestly, smoke back them. in the day, you know, when I was bringing piles of them home, uh, we made dumplings. Is what oh, we did. Yeah, that's a great way. You know, yeah, great, great. And, uh, Grandma's recipe. Yeah, yeah. We just made dumplings and and uh, just slow cooked it, and, mm-hmm. and it's really good. We oh, I like you're it. making my stomach. A lot of <laughs> folks talk about backstrapping out a deer. Yeah. You ever backstrapped out a rabbit? Oh, and yeah. roll that, hey, roll that in that Kentucky Colonel flyer. <laughs> and you fry that old school son. There ain't nothing quite like it. Uh, when when do we come to your house? Oh, and you got to have fried taters and onions to go with that. Absolutely. Maybe some good old homemade yeast rolls and some butter. Yeah, yeah. Getting some sweet tea. Well, well Cody, I I know you're a rabbit hunter supreme. I just got to know: can you yodel like a beagle? Yodeling. <laughs> Cl- close wow. enough, man. Close. After yeah. my own That's heart. amazing. Oh, folks, I hate to break up this party. I'm telling you what: we could talk about rabbit hunting forever. But if you've never tried it, ask somebody to take you it's not that that difficult to get involved and be sure and take those youngsters they'll love the beagles and, they'll love the rabbits and bill that's the best thing i can say we saw about somebody a piece of property whatever size acreage it is like you know get that you know young child out there and squirrel hunting some of the best because you can take them out they learn so much from that or rabbit hunting and and then they're even they understand it better when they're in the deer woods you know sometimes just throwing them in that tree stand where they're sitting there and you got to be quiet you can't move you can't do this go out and have fun with them you can interact while you're busting brush for rabbits or whatever you're doing it's a good thing for a kid great point one thing i've always said too because because i have seven children that i I raise and if you take your kid hunting you'll never have to hunt your kid but that's absolutely that's something i've always said but i guarantee you daryl hyman sitting across the table from me has a property for sale that's got excellent rabbit hunt Oh, oh yeah just go how do they get a hold living the dream outdoor properties go to livingthedreamland.com we have several we're always living the dream. And folks, don't ever give up on your outdoor dream. Hey, listen to this podcast. We'll help you along. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. 
We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on the Living the Dream Outdoor podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Messenger, Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, and Stitcher.